If we are being counted among the living today, then Father, we say thank you because we acknowledge it is because of your grace. We join the host of heaven and we say, Holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The one that was the one that is the one that is to come. You have done for us more than we deserve. And we say thank you, Lord. Thank you also, Lord, for bringing us your sanctuary. Thank you, Lord, for your presence that is among us. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the ministering angels that are here to minister to us. Spirit of God, I submit myself to you. I confess that I can do nothing without you. Let your unction be strong upon my life, Lord. Speak your word through me, Lord. Confirm your word in marriage signs and wonders. I give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please be seated. Lift up your Bibles. Let it go above your head. Lift up your Bible, let it go above your head. Say, this Bible is my own Bible. It is a word of God. It shall bring blessings into my life. I believe what is written in this book. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I will be what it says I will be. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this wonderful book in Jesus' mighty name. You are welcome again to our communion service. The Lord bless you mightily. I believe that you are not going to live here the same. I didn't hear your amen to that. Because the hand of God is going to touch you. Amen. If we say, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible declares that it shall come to pass in that day. That the burden shall be lifted from off thy shoulders. And the yoke from thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. There is an anointing in this house. I don't know what burden you came with. But this morning, every burden will be lifted. And every yoke will be destroyed. Hallelujah. Amen. Please come with me to Luke chapter 18. I'm reading from verse 1 to the verse 8. Luke chapter 18. The verse 1 to 8. I want to welcome all the students that have come back from school. We want to thank God for your life. That the Lord took you and brought you back safely. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week I started speaking on strategic keys for new level. Strategic keys for new level. And this morning I want to continue a little. And then we will enter into the communion. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 18. I'm reading from verse 1 to the verse 8. And he spake a parable unto them to this end. That men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, 
neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, Yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by a continual coming she weary me. Verse 6. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? May the Lord add his blessings upon the reading of his word, and the house shall say, Amen. 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 I'm speaking on the topic strategic keys for new level. Part 2. Now last week I started and I gave you two keys that will help us to move to a new level. Because this month is our month of new level. That means that God is taking us higher onto a new level. A higher level of favor. A higher level of glory. A higher level of grace. A higher level of blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God always does new things. And we believe that God is going to do new things in our lives. As we go through this month, may you experience new things in amen. your life. I didn't hear your amen to that. Amen. May you experience new things in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And last week I gave you two keys. And I said key number one until you become dissatisfied comfortable with the level you find yourself now, you cannot move on to a new level. That means that you must be dissatisfied with the level or state or situation you find yourself in now. Hallelujah. Amen. 
If you are comfortable, you can't change it. If you are uncomfortable, you will do something about it. We look at 1 Chronicles chapter 4, the verse 9 and 10, and we spoke about Jabez. The Bible says that Jabez became more honorable than his brethren. Why? Because Jabez recognized that the state in which he was was no good. And Jabez decided to do something about it. And Jabez went unto the Lord. And Jabez prayed and prayed and cried unto the Lord. Bible says, until God granted his request. That means that when you also cry unto the Lord, the Lord will grant your request. And the second key again is that pray until something happens. Pray until something happens. Hallelujah. Amen. Many of us, we get easily frustrated. We get easily discouraged. And so when we pray one, two, we don't get results. Then we stop prayer. But you are supposed to pray until you have results. In Isaiah 62, from the verse 1, the prophet Isaiah speaking said, For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. Verse 6, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem. We shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep no silence and give him no rest till he establish until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Isaiah was not content with the state he found Jerusalem. Because Jerusalem was in desolation. And Isaiah said, for the sake of Jerusalem, I will not hold my peace. I will not be silent. I will not rest. I will not stop prayer until I see a change. Hallelujah. Amen. Until I see a change, I will not stop prayer. I will not give God rest. Some of us, we are giving God rest. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week I mentioned now what you're that I've come to realize that many women who are having difficulties in their marriage initially when they start having problems with their husbands they begin to pray they begin to pray for their husbands but they pray one month 
They pray one year. They pray two years. And the man doesn't seem to change. And she says, I won't pray for him again. I've stopped praying for my husband. I've prayed, I'm tired. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says, I will not be silent. I will not stop prayer until I see a change. I will not rest. I will not allow God rest until I see a change. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus was teaching a very important doctrine. And the Bible said that Jesus told the disciples a parable or a story. And in the story, he was teaching a principle that men ought always to pray and not get faint. Men ought always to pray and not get tired. Men ought always to pray and not to get easily discouraged or frustrated. That was what Jesus was teaching. It means that continuous prayer is the will of God. And Jesus said there was a woman who went to a judge. This judge does not fear God. He doesn't respect any man. And the woman wanted the judge to avenge her. Initially, the judge would not. But the woman kept going. In the morning, she was in the judge's house. In the afternoon, she was in the judge's house. In the evening, she was in the house. Early in the morning, she was there again. Until the judge got tired. And the judge said, Although I don't fear God, and I don't respect man. But because this woman keeps coming. Because this woman troubled me. I will grant her request. And Jesus said. If even this unrighteous judge. Who doesn't respect the woman. Who doesn't love the woman. Who agree finally. To grant the woman's request. Because the woman was coming continuously. How much more God who is our father how much more God who is our papa how much more will he not answer us if we continue to pray hallelujah prayer is an act of faith because Jesus said in the verse 8 he said I tell you that he will avenge them's Speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Prayer is an act of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. People who don't believe in God don't pray. Anybody who prays, what you are saying is that I believe that there is a God in heaven who hears my prayer and who answers prayer. So prayer is an act of faith. 
And God wants us to pray continuously. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. People who don't pray don't please God. Because to pray is the will of God. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He said, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you seek the Lord through prayer, the Bible says that he will reward you by answering your prayer. I declare in the name of Jesus, may the Lord answer all your prayers. May the Lord answer all your prayers. May the Lord answer all your prayers. In the mighty name of Jesus, there's something I want you to know. Because the Lord spoke to me. And I want you to know this. Some of us, in times past, we will pray about certain things. But after some time, because we didn't see any results, we stopped praying. But the Lord is telling me to tell you, go back and pray again. Go back and pray again. Pray on those topics again. They're the ones who go back and pray again. Go back and pray again. Every prayer that you used to pray, that you have stopped praying, go back and pray again. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody said, as long as there is a God in heaven who hears prayer, I will not stop praying. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Prayer is an act of faith. You see, God knows all things. How many believe that God knows all things? God knows all things. Amen. Amen. And yet he says, ask and you'll be given. Seek and you will find. Knock, it shall be open unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, if you sit down, and that is the error many believers are doing, they assume that because God knows all things, God will answer and do things in their life, in the how. But let me tell you something. God knows your problems. God knows the challenges you are going through. But if you don't pray, God will do nothing about you. And last week, I gave an illustration. Now, for example, Mrs. Donko has built a house. And I came to rent the house. I have paid two years advance. And I'm staying in the house as a tenant. Can she just come any day and enter the house, enter my bedroom. Can she do that? She cannot do that. Although she is the landlord. Although she built the house. Why? 
Because he has given the house to me for two years. And it's the same with God. God created the heavens and the earth. All things belong to God. But God has given the earth to men. God has given the earth to you and to me. Hallelujah. Amen. So God will not do anything on this earth until we call upon him. Until we invite him. So John Wesley said it looks like God will do nothing except men pray. Now let me tell you something. If you sit down and you think God knows all things and therefore you will not pray disaster will come because prayer is inviting divinity to intervene in the affairs of humanity. Until you invite God, he will not come. In Revelation chapter 3, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Can you imagine that? Jesus Christ standing at the door and is knocking. Revelation 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will serve with him and he with me. Look, Jesus can enter the door. He doesn't need even you to open it. But Jesus respects your will. So he's knocking. He said, I'm knocking. Until you open, he will not enter. Until you pray, nothing will happen. Until you pray, nothing will happen. The reason why many Christians are not seeing the hand of God moving in their lives, the reason why many believers are not seeing the change that they want to see is because we are not praying. In Acts chapter 12, there is an interesting story there. Come with me to Acts chapter 12. Hallelujah. Amen. God will not act until you pray. God will not change things in your life until you pray. And you must pray until you see a change. Because prayer is the key. And Jesus taught and he said, men ought always to pray. Men have to pray constantly and not get tired and not get easily frustrated and not get discouraged because when you pray, God will answer. But in Acts chapter 12, there's an interesting thing that happened. From verse 1, now by that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. Herod rose up and he started attacking the church. And the Bible says that Herod arrested James, the apostle. And when Herod arrested James, the church was thinking, Oh, James is an apostle. And James is not just 
an ordinary apostle is among those that are called the inner core one of the apostles that was very close to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. When Jesus was going to the Mount of Transgression, he took three of them. Peter, James, and John. So James was very special. And when James was arrested, the church was saying, oh, God will do it. Oh, God will deliver it. Oh, God will do something. And they were not praying. And what did the Bible say? And Herod killed James. Herod the brother of John with the sword. Herod killed James. Herod the apostle. Why? Because the church was not praying. Until prayer goes up. And some will not come down. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something. If you are sick. You don't pray about it. The sickness will kill you. If your brother is sick, your sister is sick, your husband is sick, your wife is sick, your children are sick, and say, God will do it. God will do it. The sickness will kill them. The sickness will kill them. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God would not intervene except men pray. So, Herod took things. He took them and he killed him. When he saw that there was a chance, he went further and took Peter also. Look, let me tell you something. Satan is not tired to attack you. And Satan is never satisfied with one. If he does one thing against you and you don't rise up to pray, he will do another. If he attacks your husband and you don't rise up to pray, he will attack your children. If you don't rise up to pray, he will attack your finances. If you don't rise up to pray, he will attack your health. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to rise up and resist him. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. Bible said that Satan is walking around rolling like a lion seeking someone to devour. But I declare the name of Jesus. If Satan wants to destroy, you will not be that one. I say you will not be that one. Say the name of Jesus. I near sure. If Satan is moving around, to destroy people. It will not be me. Say it will not be me. If you said it, maybe so in your life. If you said it, maybe so in your life. Please be seated. He's going around. Run like a lion. Seeking me before. But Bible says resist him. Resist him. Rise up against him. Stop him. Stop him. The Lord has given us power to stop the devil. Prayer stops the devil. Prayer stops the devil. Prayer destroys the words of the devil. That's what Isaiah said. I will not be silent. I will not rest until I see a change. Verse 3. 
And because Herod saw that he pleased the Jews, that he has killed James. He proceeded further to take Peter also. Verse 4. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four contenders of soldiers to keep him. Intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. And look at verse 5. Peter therefore was kept in prison. Peter was kept in prison. But... But, but this time, but this time, the church was not quiet. The church was not silent. But this time, prayer was made without ceasing. Prayer was made continuously of the church unto God for him. They just started praying. They just started praying. They just started praying. Hallelujah. Amen. This time, the church was so quiet. And look at what happened. Verse 6. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. Verse 7. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him. Your prayer will release angels. May your prayer release angels. May your prayer release angels. Let me tell you something. There is somebody here from today as you go to sleep and you pray anyone that will attack you in your dreams angels will appear angels will appear angels will appear amen this time when the church prayed, the angel of God came and light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off. Hallelujah. Amen. What have they used to tie you? To tie your life. To tie your marriage. To tie your children. As you lift up prayer. As you lift up prayer. The angel of the Lord will release. Every chain shall be broken. Every chain shall be broken. Every chain shall be broken. Amen. When you pray. Heaven will respond. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 11. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and have delivered me out of the hand of Herod. And from all the expectation of the people of the Jews, there's something I want you to know. You see, some of us, because we have a good heart, we don't think evil about anybody. So we think everybody is like that. Tell us everybody is so like that. Oh, tell somebody, everybody is so like that. Look, you'll be surprised that there are people you help. And you give them money. And they'll take the money to the cottage line to work against you. 
There are some people you haven't done anything. You haven't done anything against them. But when they see you, they just don't like you. When they see your Brazilian hair, they don't like you. When they see your beard, they don't like you. When they see your Sakura head, they don't like you. There are some people like that. And you'll be surprised that if something evil happens to you today, there are people in your family who will be happy. No, so people are waiting to hear bad news. But I declare the name of Jesus. Anyone in your family waiting to hear bad news about you, they will wait forever. I said they will wait forever. Amen. Because the Lord shall be your shield. The Lord shall be your hiding place. He will deliver you from all evil. As we lift up prayer, heaven will respond. The expectation of the Jews was that Peter will be killed. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 12. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John. Who said them was Mark. Bible says, where many were gathered together praying. When Peter was arrested, people gathered in John Mark's mother's house. They were praying continuously. And they continued to pray until they saw the answer. Until Peter was released supernaturally. Don't stop prayer. Don't stop prayer. You know some of us, when we have a relative that is sick, we take the person to the hospital and we leave them there and we assume that the doctors will take care of them that the nurses will take care of them and they will be well and we don't pray if you don't pray something can go wrong and they will die tell us what I said and if you don't know I want you to know that some of the nurses they are witches and some of the doctors they are wizards. I had a friend who was a nurse in one of the hospitals. She told me many of the nurses there they are witches. Many of them they are agents. So when you bring a relative to the hospital and you don't pray you don't pray evil will happen. But when you pray, heaven will react. When you pray, God will react. Hallelujah. Amen. Our God is a supernatural God. Our God does wonders. But God will not work until you and I pray. We need to pray. You see, there's something I want to understand. Are you listening? Yes, sir. 
No, are you listening? Don't use your head. Richard, I'm sorry, are you listening? You see, God is sovereign. And God is very wise. When we say he's sovereign, it means he can do things you can't ask him why he's doing it. Because he's the, he's the owner of all things. And I have come to realize something. That God in his sovereignty and in his wisdom sometimes you pray Today, and uh, within five minutes, you get your answer. How many have had that? You just pray. Within some five minutes, or sometimes you even pray in your head. You don't see. Then you get an answer. In Second Kings chapter twenty. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible spoke about a certain king. He was a king of Judah. His name is Ezekiah. Your friend Hezekiah. Bible says, in those days was Ezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set the house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. But I declare, you will live and not die. I didn't hear your amen. I didn't hear your amen. I said you will live. I said you will live. I said you will live and not die. There shall be no untimely death among us. There shall be no water shock among us. May you fulfill your days. May you fulfill your days. May you fulfill your days on this earth. Say, I will not die on timely death. I will not die before my time. I will live and fulfill my days. Hallelujah. Amen. The prophet Isaiah was sent to tell Ezekiah, set the house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Verse 2. Then Ezekiah turned his face to the wall. And prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. And I've done that which is good in thy sight. And Ezekiel wept so. Verse 4. And it came to pass afore or before Isaiah was gone out of the middle court. That the word of the Lord came to him saying, Then again and tell Ezekiel, the captain of my people, Thou sayest the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears, behold, I will heal thee. On the third day thou shalt go up Unto the house of the Lord. And I will add unto thy days 15 years Amen. more. Hezekiah prayed. And Isaiah, before Isaiah left the house, before he left the palace, God answered. And God said to Isaiah, Go back. 
Tell him I've heard your prayer. So when Ezekiel prayed, within seconds, within minutes, God in his wisdom answered. And sometimes it's like that in the life of a believer. He said, even before you open your mouth to pray, I've already answered. Amen. So sometimes you pray, no, it's like kakaka. Answer but sometimes you pray. You pray for days. You pray for weeks. You pray for months. You pray for years. You are fasting. And yet the answer is not coming. Now, so oh, how many of you that also before? In Genesis 25. Come with me to Genesis 25. There's an interesting story there. When Isaac. Isaac. The son of Abraham, Abraham got married. He married a very beautiful woman. Amen. Just like my wife. Hallelujah. You know, my wife, when I saw her, the first time I saw her, and I looked at her, the way she was walking, the way she looked at me and smiled, I said, What a beauty. Just like Rebecca. To say Rebecca, Amen. Don't jealous me, yo. Eh, ma when you come in, jealousy or share it don't work. Ah, and Hallelujah, Amen. Amen, Amen. But when Isaac married, now so Isaac, you are worried. For some reason, the wife wasn't giving birth. None here end to me, And Isaac went to pray. Now, Isaac, I could bomb pie. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to read from the verse. Um, let me read from the verse 20. Genesis 25. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife. The daughter of Petuel, the Syrian of Panaram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. Betwela or yes, Syria, near or free pandan ram, no, or yes, Leban, Nimiano. Verse 21. And Isaac entreated or prayed. He entreated the Lord for his wife because she was buried. Now Isaac, Eboera, Dimpaye, Esren, Emani, yes, and said, No, your bunny. And the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Now Eraditian in Piper, now Rebekah, and you say, Verse 24. So when Isaac married and he started praying, how old was he? 40 years. He was, what was her age? Ma, Isaac, Isaac was what? 40 years. And he started praying for his wife. Because she was barren. Hallelujah. Amen. Come to verse 24. He was speaking about Rebekah now. And when her days to be delivered, delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the face came out red all over like an hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his son took hold on Esau's heel, 
and his name was called Jacob. And the last part of the verse 26 is what I want us to look at. And let's read together. One, two, go. And Isaac was three score years old when she bare them. Three score is how much? Sixty years. You see, sometimes when you read the Bible, because the Bible has been divided into chapters and verses, it looks like uh, from one verse, then the second verse is the same day or the same something. But I told you last week that when you read the book of Exodus from chapter 1 to chapter 2 it took almost 300 years. From chapter 1 chapter 2 took about 300 years. So you see, so when you read the Bible say, oh, and Isaac prayed and then God answered it looks like when he prayed, no, that year, no, then he had answer. But Isaac prayed. And he prayed for 20 years. For 20 years, Isaac was praying for his wife. It was after 20 years that he saw the answer. But Isaac did not stop praying until he saw the answer. How many years have you prayed about your situation? How many years have you prayed about your situation? No wonder somebody told me. That will be catch them. The law takes too long. It takes too long. But you see, Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. And he said, when the Lord comes, will he see faith? That means that will he see people who are still praying Although they haven't seen the answer yet. And I realize that sometimes God will test you by delaying the answer to your prayer. And see whether you will give up. Some of you, God is testing you. God is testing you. That's why you are, you are, you are experiencing a delay. Some of you, God might be testing you. Hallelujah. Amen. To see whether you will not give up. That is why you need to pray. Because to pray and not give up. Is an act of faith. And I want to say this and close with this. That many of us make a mistake. When we receive a prophetic word. Thou serve the Lord. I will make you great. Thou serve the Lord. I will take you across the nations of the earth. Thou serve the Lord. I will give you a great ministry. Signs and wonders will follow you. You know many times when we hear like this. We think that by tomorrow. By next week. Now, no, what you so many years ago, say, 
a prophet tells him that, look, I see you in the UK. I see you in the US. Working in the US. Married in the US. Then the person thinks that the following month, you will get a visa. And then he applies to the U.S. Embassy. And of course, the visa. Then the counselor looks at his face and says, when I look at you, I don't think you will come back. Fine. Counselor, come back. Hey. The other time, no, rejected Lady Reverend was telling me about a certain man in this church. Now, Lady Reverend, can't bury me. When he was young in the church, more than two prophets came here, they told him, we see you in the U.K. And these guys' hope was high. One year, two years, five years, ten years. He came back to Lady Reverend. These people, they should stop these things. I'm here, I'm in Ghana here. Always I'm the UK. I don't see team. But you see, as I speak right now, he's living in the UK. He's married in the UK. He has children in the UK. You see, between the time the prophetic word comes and the time it is fulfilled, there is a gap. And you must pray. Until it is established. You must pray. To enforce the prophetic word. Apostle Paul spoke to Timothy. He said Timothy. First Timothy. 118. He said Timothy. War with the prophetic word. You have received the prophetic word. Hallelujah. Amen. First Timothy 118. This church I commit unto thee, St. Timothy. According to the prophecies which went before thee, that thou mightest by them war a good warfare. The prophetic word tells you the will of God for your life. But you must enforce it by prayer. If you receive a prophetic word, and you don't pray. It will be like the parable of the man who sowed good seed in his farm. The Bible says, while men slept, and an enemy came and sowed wheat or tears. Hallelujah. Amen. What prophetic word have you received? Don't sleep, oh. And now, and say, God, I've said it. So it will come to pass. No. Rise up and pray with it. Sorry. No. Say, oh, Lord. You are spoken. They are going to do this. And this. In my life. Let your word be established. Let your word be established. Let your word be established. Cry unto God. Until you see an answer. Don't rest, oh. Don't rest, oh. God has told you you get married. God has told you you travel. God has told you become rich. Don't rest, oh. Rise up and pray. Until you see a change. Until you see the answer. You must enforce it. By your prayer. 
and add fasting to your prayer. If you will pray, you will see the answer. You will see the manifestation. In 1 Kings 18, the prophet Elijah, he received a word from the Lord. The Lord said to him, Elijah, go and show yourself to King Ahab. And I, the Lord, I will send rain. And Elijah went. Let me just read for you. I'm close with that. 1 Kings 18. And it came to pass after many days. Now the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying. Go show thy servant to Ahab. And I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went. He showed himself to Ahab. Many things happened. He killed the prophets of Baal. God sent firework mighty miracles. But still there was no rain. Hallelujah. Meanwhile God has spoke to him clearly. It wasn't the prophet that spoke. It was God Himself that spoke to Elijah face to face. He said, Go and show yourself. And I will send rain. Elijah went, but there was no rain. And Elijah sent a message to King Ahab. Verse 41. First Kings 18 41. I'm closing with that. And Elijah said to Ahab. Get thee up, eat and drink. For there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Camel. And he cast himself upon the earth. And put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now. Look toward the sea. And the servant went and looked and said, There is nothing. Elijah received the word, prophetic word. So how many have received a prophetic word? Before? Have, you, have you received a word from the Lord before? So, when Hallelujah. Amen. Elijah also received it. Elijah told Ahab, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Go and eat. And go and drink. But Elijah, understanding divine principles, he did not go to eat or drink. He went to Camel. On top of Mount Camel, and he started prayer. Start a prayer. Oh God, send down the rain. Oh God, send down the rain. According to your word, you spoke unto me that you will send your rain. Oh Lord, send the rain that all may know that you have fulfilled your word. And Elijah was praying, and he said to his servant, Go. Look toward the sea. Whether you can see something. The servant went. He looked. He saw nothing. He said, Master, I don't see anything. Elijah continued. He was praying. Bible didn't tell us how many hours he prayed. How many minutes he prayed. But Elijah continued praying. He sent the servant again. Go and look. The servant went. He went to look. He said, Master, I see nothing. Elijah was still praying. Oh Lord, fulfill your word forever, oh Lord. That word is settled. Heaven
heaven and that shall pass away. But your word shall be established. You are spoken, O Lord. You speak with your mouth and you fulfill with your hands. Let your word come to pass. He sent the servant. Go for the third time. The servant went. He said, I see nothing. He was to pray. Go for the fourth time. Go for the fifth time. You know, some of us, when we pray, I'm tired. You know, one day I kept here praying. And I was praying now until about seven to eight hours. Then I was, I was tired and I said, Ah, me as soon cry, me no cry. But so when I come, I pray for the church members. Pray for Samira. Pray for Samira. Pray for Josephine. Pray for Persiba. Mention names. Pray into their lives. And last week I told you that by the grace of God, I am married. I have a wife. I have children. I have a car. I have a house. But me, I'm praying. For hours. For seven hours. For eight hours. And you don't have a husband. You don't have a a, a, a wife. You don't have children. You are not officiating. And you are praying less than one hour. Then your face is so right. When he is praying. That is what I said. Amen. If you are a lady here. So we are Baba, or a gentleman here, and, here. and you are not married, no and you pray less than one hour a day, no your one. face is not right. Some of you, the, the only prayer you know when you get up, our Father, as be heaven, give us this day our daily bread. We thank the Lord. When I came from Takrade first and I went to Tekwa, I realized that when they are praying and they say, Let's pray. So people said, Oh, lead that Glory, 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 glory. What that was in the job? What that was she? What that was in the job? What that was then they kill the prayer. And free take ready bar in crime full front me now me what tekwa. Call me say yeah yeah bomb pass and a shas yes and a be more hot ma. Vima what this shas yeah. Eradi eradi. Eradi eradi eradi. And so I told them that look me when I'm praying I pray with time. Uh, is that Lilian? Come come. So I'm Lilian. Come come come. That's so for me. Come 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 and sit here. Mrs. Oh clap for her. Where's he? That's that's so for me. And she's taking off her. This is what? The second one. Uh, so two out of ten. Uh, so she left with eight. Uh, negative okay, no problem. eight. You can take her off there. <laughs> I told them that me, I pray with time. <laughs> so when I call a topic, <laughs> if we are praying 50 minutes, I'll say we are praying 50 minutes, <laughs> or 20 minutes, <laughs> or 30 minutes, <laughs> And when we start, yes, yes, yes. you can do glory, 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 glory. Oh, my. But I was stuck on the other cup of toilet. Leave it all of a sudden. I wish I would mind you. So someone did not pray. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Then when they get tired, they always wonder. Oh, no, Joe. Oh, no, Joe. Then they get tired. They look at the time. Who says, yes, yes. 
Mwen se, ou te wa pat, wwa akwa si paten, second chance, ou be she, na fe wapa kum kumba giyasu, ou be Chinese ni anase indian, na odi, eradye, adye kwade akoswe. Hallelujah. Amen. You can watch it for hours. And then Friday or Saturday, you watch Omnibus. And you won't sleep. But when you start prayer, oh God, oh God, please intervene. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are praying, you see you are sleeping, fetch water in the bucket, put your leg inside, and stand inside. Pray. Pray. Damn yourself. I'm praying for one hour. I'm not stopping. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you want to see a change. And you will see a change. Because change is coming. Elijah said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. I want you to declare as a servant of God, I see a change coming. I see a positive change coming. I see a change coming. And let me tell you, there are some of you here, before the end of this year, people will hear your testimony. I said people will hear your testimony because the Lord will ask Answer your prayers. The Lord will answer your prayers. You have heard the testimonies of others. But the time has come for others to hear your testimony. In the name of Jesus, any answer to prayer that has delayed, I declare the name of Jesus. May the answer come quickly. May the answer come quickly. Amen. And may you give your testimony. Lift your right hand. Say, I will not stop prayer until I see a change. Until I see a change. Say, oh Lord. I can't hear you. Say, oh Lord. Bring a change. Bring a change in my life before the end of this year. Let me see a change in the name of Jesus. We have closed. If you are here, you haven't given your life to Jesus. You know that you are not born again. You know that if you die today, you're not going to heaven. But you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift your right hand and stand up so I can pray with you. You don't know when you are going to die. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. You want to give your life to Jesus? Stand up on your feet. Lift your right hand. Let me pray with you. If you are watching us on Facebook or YouTube, and you want to give your life to Jesus, then lift your right hand and pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died at Calvary for my sins. I believe that you rose again from the dead. I believe that you are alive forevermore. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood that flowed at Calvary. Write my name in the book of life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. 
from today, I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today in Jesus' name. If you said this prayer, I believe you are born again. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, find a Bible-believing church and attend. If you want to join our church, we are United Christian Ministries International. We have branches all over Accra and beyond. But we are coming to you now from our Dansoman branch, which is close to the Dansoman Malcolm. If you come, we shall receive it open hand. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.